0: Guys, welcome to the J. Scott Outdoors podcast. This is going to be episode number 507, and this is with Clay Bundy of Clay Bundy Outfitters. He just finished a phenomenal hunt up in 13A and 13B up on the Arizona Strip. Uh, It's going to be an awesome, short, but uh, uh, fun-filled conversation here with Clay Bundy. I want to thank you guys for supporting my podcast. I also want to tell you what's going on with the sponsors of my podcast, uh, GoHunt.com. Uh, is the title sponsor of my podcast, and the optics manager Cody Nelson, who is a friend of mine in the gear shop at GoHunt.com. Cody Nelson uh, is in charge of all optics sales. He is the optics manager. I call him the glassing guru, and uh, we've had him on the podcast here. And I just want to remind you guys going. Into these the the remaining of this year's hunts. If you have any optics needs at all, or for Christmas, if you're looking for a new rifle scope or binocular or spotting scope or tripod, uh, give Cody at GoHunt.com Gear Shop a call 702-847-8747 extension two, or email him at optics at GoHunt.com. He handles all of the calls, all of the emails himself. And they have a full line of products there uh, and he's able to talk to you about specific needs that you might have and like you've heard him on the podcast, uh, he knows a lot about optics and he can match you with what works best or or uh, find the right fit for you. So give him a call. I want to thank them for their sponsorship. I also want to thank Kuyu. That's K-U-I-U.com for their sponsorship. Also, CanyonCoolers.com. If you use the J. Scott promo code, you're going to get a 10% discount there at CanyonCoolers.com. It's a cooler company based right out of Flagstaff, Arizona, in my home state. Um, I've been using Canyon Coolers and really like their product. I've got the new Navigator, and I'm loading it up for this sheep hunt uh, that I'm heading out for tomorrow. Give CanyonCoolers.com a try. Uh, use the J. Scott promo code. You're going to save 10%. Also, Phonescope.com. been using Phonescope to take all the videos and photos. Uh, on my different hunts, use the JSCOT18 promo code, you're going to get a 10% discount. And then onXmaps.com, there's a unique promo code going on right now with Onyx till uh, tomorrow, which is the 26th of November. Uh, If you use Thanks30, uh, they're actually offering 30% discount on the app, on the phone, and the desktop. Uh, that is 30% off uh, if you want to get the uh, one state membership or if you want to get all 50 states. Now, the key is typically we would use the J Scott 18 promo code to get a 20% discount. but uh, Onex is actually letting me promote the 30%, which is the thanks 30 discount. Uh, but when they send you a survey, just simply say that you heard about it from J Scott. Uh, and uh, I'll get credit for that. I want to thank these sponsors uh, for supporting this podcast. These sponsors are the reason that I'm able to devote as much time as I do to this podcast. Uh, you listeners are the reason for the podcast, but the sponsors make it possible to allow me to devote as much time, and, and uh, their their compensation to me uh, is much appreciated, and it uh, allows me to really uh, try and get as much information out there to you guys as possible. So let's get right to this episode with Clay Bundy of Clay Bundy Outfitters. And again, I uh, appreciate all you guys supporting me on Instagram, on my Instagram handle. If you don't know it to come follow uh, Jay Scott Outdoors um and then also if you have any questions comments anything on you want to get off your chest you can send me a direct message there on instagram or you can send me an email at jscott at gmail.com let's get right to it guys welcome to the j
1: scott outdoors podcast it's the night before thanksgiving i'm driving back from sheep scouting i've got good service here and i noticed uh my friend clay bundy Who's been on the podcast uh, prior to the strip hunts uh, had some great success this year, uh, Clay. It's great to have you on tonight. Uh, I'm curious to see how those uh, strip hunts played out. Obviously, I've seen some pictures, so I know I know some great things happened. Um, before we get into the 13B hunt, how was the 13A hunt?
2: Well, it was uh, it was uh, good. I mean, we we killed a. On opening day, we killed a, a with a lady, uh, Patty Derrick. She was just a beautiful lady that uh, killed a just a great five by five, a thirty inch wide, just a you know two hundred inch plus deer, just a beautiful deer. And and then you know we was hunting one particular buck, and everybody else was, and uh, we never got him killed. I we've heard that a do it yourself or killed it, but I, I don't i don't I haven't seen pictures yet and then we we hunted quite a while a bunch of days and finally killed a, another pretty dang good deer that you know didn't make the 200 mark but close and uh the, the guy was happy you know the deer you know i i kind of in the last when i talked to you i thought maybe the rut would really have kicked in and it did did it it, it is on, it is on crazy. the
1: hunt on it the A started hunt or the in
2: the B hunt. It has started in the A hunt, and it's really? crazy right crazy right now on the B hunt. I mean, so it was the A hunt, the
1: A hunt was first, and the rut started kicking in. What Clay mid mid hunt?
2: Yeah, not even. I mean, even at the first day or so, they were rutting. Really? Yeah, uh, and it just got better every day that went on and uh so it was it was fun that way i mean i think can be i mean it's still not over there yet it's over for us but uh they're they're going to kill some some more good deer i think
1: let's jump back to first day you kill a five by five um was this a buck that you had uh quite a bit of knowledge of did it is it a buck that just popped up on your radar screen or kind of how did that play out
2: well it was a buck that that uh we did know about he had hit a he had been hitting ponds and not that many people knew about him it, uh because of you know ponds or reservoirs or dirt tanks are hard to get pictures of him but we had him we had two different pictures of him but they weren't good solid pictures they were and so we knew about him uh and then we he, he had moved a ways and we just got you know, we had people in the right place that spotted him, and, and, uh, my, my nephew Talon was the guide on him, and, and, uh, they, they literally snuck within 30 yards of him and killed him. It was really a, it was pretty a cool deal, so, um, you know, and that, that takes the wind right, and just a lot of things right to make that happen like that, because he was in thick trees, and, you know, you couldn't, couldn't make a, a long shot it just had to get in there with him and so it happened it was cool that's
1: awesome is he a real heavy old buck or what how old do you think he is um and what what's he kind of look like
2: he's a five by five his, his twos were a little bit short and the and the extra point came off the inline came off the exact same side we just posted him today on instagram uh and uh it's a cool buck it's he, he, i would looking at his teeth i would say they they would say he's from five to seven you know five okay. seven year old but
1: okay and so uh overall you guys obviously had an unbelievable year again um overall were they other guys uh, other hunters Uh, Were were some nice bucks getting knocked down in A? I kind of heard overall it was, you know, they they weren't shooting that many great bucks. What 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 did you hear? What did you what do you know?
2: Well, I um, if that if the big deer that supposedly got killed got killed that that's a great one. Another one that we were targeting I know got killed. Uh, You know, yeah, I mean, they're just the growth wasn't there this year. so, you know, it's it's not like it's not like a banner year, but I there, I still think that because of the rut happening, there was the success was we felt good about it. I mean, I think uh, yeah, I think probably overall, not it was. I know it wasn't as good as it as it has been in the past, but you know, you just got to do the best you can with the year you got and the tag you got. So, so we got we so, got blessed that way.
1: So when you noticed them rutting in, in A, were you re- getting real excited about B? And then kind of how did the B hunt unfold, um, you know, going into the B hunt? Were your expectations high? Were you, were you kind of down the middle of the road? What were you kind of thinking? And then how did it play out?
2: Yeah, no, we, we were, we were really excited about it. You know, and we had, we had of course, B's got more target bucks than A. And so we had, we had probably eight bucks that we were really targeted on, and we we ended up killing uh, three of those. And uh, you know, the first day we you know we come back to camp with four tags still in our hand, you know, and and that's always kind of as an outfitter it's kind of like, whoo, we need to get one killed. But then the next day uh, we come back with three three deer three big deer and uh, two of them over the 212 mark um, and and then the other buck was just a big old heavy uh, 30 inch buck that didn't score good but he was a great buck and then uh, awesome
1: so three the, bucks on the second day you guys killed three bucks yeah that's unreal yep
2: yeah it is it was a banner day and then uh, you know uh, I know I, you probably know, and, and I want the world to know that we don't hunt on Sunday, and we didn't kill anything on Sunday. We went to church, and then we come <laughs> back, Good and the next day, uh, Monday, we all got back together, and uh, and just killed a an awesome deer, uh, with with Jesse Smith, uh, just a, a toad of a deer, beautiful deer, and uh, and and with that deer, he, he was. He, running so hard that he didn't care if a bullet was thrown at him <laughs> it was, it was <laughs> incredible and so there was tell another another buck. buck well it's a buck that you know it, so I've got we we run cameras and my nephew Talon Bundy ran the area where these can this buck was at and and he had kept tractoring a couple of years yesterday last year he was a, a really good buck and and this year uh he was better uh than last year. So I think so he wasn't an old, old deer. So, you know, and when they're young, even on a bad year they can still improve from the year before if they're young. Uh and this deer did improve. He's eight by eight, all in lines, uh, great mass, just a just a giant look. You know what I mean? Just the, just a buck that blows you away and uh it was just uh, just a fun deal how it all worked out you know and you know again you know this buck probably could have been better if it was a better year of all these deer probably would have been better but but still you know if you just keep hunting hard and working at it you know you get blessed and get opportunities and we sure did
1: that's awesome uh Jesse's buck. Uh, what what's his growth score roughly?
2: Well, what do you think? Did you see the pictures? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I saw one and it looked huge. I I don't know. He he looked big.
2: Yeah, he's, he is big. Two twenty ish.
1: Good so, for you. Wow. Yeah. So you you we talked on the podcast before. Originally in the summer, you thought it was going to be okay, and then as the summer progressed. You realized quickly that the antler growth wasn't—it uh, wasn't a banner year. I yeah. remember you saying that you still thought a few big deer were going to get killed, and it's playing out just as just as though you talked um, with them running really hard in thirteen b. How do you project looking at next year? Obviously, we know nothing about moisture, but um, we know that we've gotten good fall moisture and you can correct me if i'm wrong but what about holdover bucks what are your thoughts just i know it's the
2: hunt still going on but yeah it still might be a little early to respond to that completely but you know i was actually talking to a guy today about this and 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 it was like how how does this place keep producing and it's it's like you know what it's it's the arizona strip and this place can just you know, there, there's there's a young buck right now, a three year old buck, that next year can just blow up and scare you to death. You know, it it just and uh, my my uh, I've got a a relation of mine or an ancestor of mine that said that the strip and he was talking about cows, but I think it relates, relates to deer also. The Arizona Strip will can will promise you less and give you more than any place he's ever been, and I, a and I think chain. that's tr- think that's true with deer you know it's it's uh even on a bad year you can you can kill some deer like it's been killed you know what I mean and then on a good year look out Uh, and so I'm I'm really optimistic that you know uh, that that there's more deer coming I, I felt and maybe I've said this before but I felt like in 2009 that Holy cow, I went out where I usually hunt and everyone that deer left, it seemed like. And then 2010 come along. You know. And, and so it it's uh it it really that place is just a uh, unique, a special place for growing big deer and and hopefully they the fishing game keep the numbers down where it can keep happening every year. You know what I mean? And that's that's the key. We got to have age class and genetics to make big deer yeah for
1: sure it's one one of those things you always want to make sure you know we we have a few trophy areas in arizona it's like man keep it good because it's you know it's the most unbelievable place in the world um is there any one thing you know you talk about age and genetics um obviously genetics well i don't want to put words in your mouth You have to have genetics, and if you have great genetics, then you just add age, and and bucks can be, you know, phenomenal. You could have all the old bucks you want. If you don't have genetics, you'll never have any good bucks. Um, Do you think it's, I mean, just in the soil? What do you think, um, what makes those deer so unique on the Arizona Strip?
2: Well, it is genetics, but I I also think it is... uh, and I always relate deer and cows together. Sorry, but but the feed in the grass for cows that that grows out there has a higher protein than like something in a in a in in northern Utah where stuff grows so fast. Uh, it it's proven fact that it has more protein. More, it just has more to it. And I think it's the same with what the deer ate the cliff rose and the stuff like that. It there's just more to that. You know, when them storms come, it just you know stuff grows slower, and when it's slower, it it uh, has more to it. I think Uh, fast-growing grass is is filling, but there's not much protein to it, and I think that has something to do with it for deer also. and that's just me. I, that's just my observation. I don't know that that's factual.
1: Clay, being a, a cattleman that you are and, um, you know, you're, you're always hepped up about deer, but you're a cowman and you're, you know, you're always paying attention to your cattle and what have you. Is there any correlation between, you know, your calf crops and such, you know, compared to antler growth? I mean, are there things that you see with your cattle that you go, okay, it's going to be an early rut, or it's going to be, you know, the antler growth is going to be good, or oh, the cows are thin and poor, and you know. Talk a little bit about being a cow, cow man and how, you know, paying attention to your cattle correlates to the deer.
2: Well, it does. I mean, you know, you, you watch your uh, your your cows when it uh, when it starts raining in the, in the summer. You you know, you you watch them bull up and 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 get pregnant and that's the same with with the with uh the, the deer you know they a lot of times when when that, they still have that green they the the rut starts happening quicker um and then if if your cows come out of your winter country you know we don't feed our cows out here on the strip which is kind of unique in the winter we have a we move them to a lower country and they you know when they come out of that winter country uh if it's a good spring and they come out of their fat and looking good, I mean, that's a telltale that everything's good and the, the deer's going to, you know, the antler is going to be follow suit, you know. And uh, So uh, it's a unique, I mean, it's uh, really correlated t- t- together, I think, you know, if you watch them like that. And, you know, this year, the fall, we've had a lot of water, uh, or the summer, and so there's, there's going to be water spread out for the winter. And, and a lot, you know, a lot of these big dirt tanks that the ranchers have out there are, are full. And, you know, it just, it, if we just get the moisture this, this uh, winter and spring, it, it could really do good, I think. That's awesome.
1: Uh, one more question, and I'll let you go. I know it's uh, Thanksgiving tomorrow. Um, from a pressure standpoint on A, uh, and a pressure standpoint on B, uh, w- with the deer being spread out a little bit, did it spread the people out, or or was it any any different than normal with the um, congregation of people around, or, or did it seem that people were a little more spread out this year?
2: No. <laughs> no, we were all <laughs> together. <laughs> you but, were all together. I mean, on the B, there was there. Uh, on that one hillside that we were on, there was probably seven, eight trucks with 20 people lined out on it looking for the really. same deer. It,
1: and and that, that's it not that's really fun. It's just a and function of, of, of not as many deer to chase this year, and so people were clumped up on certain deer, because on normal years, you know, you could have 30 bucks over 200 or 40 bucks over 200 whereas maybe this year it was just that's why people were clumped up is, is that a good assumption
2: well yes but but the reason they were clumped up together is because of trail cameras yeah if there was no trail cameras everybody would be spread out looking for just looking for deer you know what i mean yeah yeah so it's it's all related back to trail cameras and you, you either love them or you hate them and i kind of do both <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You know
1: how it goes though. Um, you know, you guys had a phenomenal year. Some years are better than others. That's like, you know, every outfitter, you know, you, you can't knock it out of the park every single year. And it's always nice when you have years that, that really go your way. Um, but you've been up there your whole life. You know, that sometimes, uh, you know, the sun shines on you sometimes, and sometimes it doesn't. Uh, but it sure Absolutely. is nice when it does. It Sure is nice when yes. it does,
2: though, doesn't it? Yes, it is, and and I tell my my guys that you know, I mean, because we've had we've had some slow years, and it's like, you know what? And, and and you look at others, and I think they're 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 hitting out of the park, and and everybody's time comes to be humbled, you know, and yeah. we've been humbled, and and so you just realize when you do really have success that it you're blessed you know you you've had uh, a lot of luck and and you know it's a di- like i say that many times the difference between a good hunt and a bad one is five minutes just five minutes yep. yeah yeah sometimes
1: and, or, it's 30 seconds
2: yeah that's <laughs> it and so we are you know we, we we really got blessed and lucky this year and we're just thankful for it and uh, that's awesome. And you know, I I wanna shout it out to I've I've got really good help and that that's why I've been successful. I've got good young eyes that and old eyes with their wisdom, you know, and so we've been it's it, you know luck is when preparation meets with opportunity. Uh yeah. And so that's anyway with the um, really,
1: yeah. play with the um kaibab late hunt starting up uh i believe here this friday or or coming up soon if they're yeah, really running hard on 13b i would assume up on the kaibab they'll just be going nuts. so would you would was that a yeah. safe assumption
2: absolutely and you know what yeah. the kaibab is better there's going to be some big deer killed over there this year i'm not that's late, awesome. huh? yeah. i'm
1: glad to hear it just keep it seems like the last few years it's just getting a little better and a little better and that's awesome to hear um clay i'll let you go. Yeah. i know you're busy i appreciate your time uh now you're off do a little sheep hunting huh
2: yeah it should be fun you know i love mule deer but i, I really like sheep too so we'll uh Hopefully, hope you know. Hopefully, the sun shines on us there, but you never know. Yeah, you know? there
1: you go. Yeah, so. for sure. Well, have a great hunt, and um, hopefully, I can see you up at the Western Hunting Expo um, again this year. And um, uh, if I if yeah. I don't, uh, have a great hunt. God bless you, and uh, thanks for coming on. And uh, I encourage everybody to check out Clay's Instagram. That's Clay Bundy Outfitters. I'll put a link in the show notes, and I'll also put a. Uh, Clay Bundy's website and uh, how to get a hold of him for more information. Clay, thanks a lot. God bless, okay?
2: Thank you, Jay. I appreciate you. See you. Bye.
1: All right, buddy. Bye.